0: Let's start the party. you listening
1: to Old Radio <laughs> Shack. Keep it on. Jim Rohn once said that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Now, many people will deny this fact, but research shows that we are much more affected by our environment and those around us than we would like to believe. The people around you matter. There's an old proverb that reads, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. While these statements aren't entirely true for everyone, and we firmly believe that you can and should outperform everyone around you, it is true to some extent. It is true based on the law of averages and logic, which assumes you surround yourself with intention. Either the intention to remain the same, or the intention to push yourself to another level. If we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with, what if those five people we spend the most time with have no ambition? What if they are dragging us down? How can we get around this statistic? Find a coach or mentor. Find many coaches and many mentors. See, this also applies to the people you spend time with in learning. If you listen to audio tapes or read books from great teachers on a daily basis, you are effectively spending time with them and they are influencing your life as well. Many entrepreneurs aim to be the smartest person in the room at all times. They want to be the most significant. They want to be the most successful. The hardest worker in the room. But if you're always the best in the room, you won't grow. And if you aren't growing, you're dying. You must always surround yourself with those who are better than you in some way. Those who you can learn from in some way. That is how you get better. Just like great competition brings out the best in great athletes, great people bring out the best in you. Surround yourself
2: with winners. Surround yourself with people that have things you want. With people that will force you to raise your own game. With people that will help push you forward. Not because they will give you handouts, but because seeing them live life at a higher level will force you to get there yourself. Not because they will only ever be positive with you but because they will always be straight with you. We just don't like
1: hanging around with losers. You have to be on top of your game to play at the top. They say surround yourself with 9 losers and you'll soon be the 10th. Getting comfortable is the worst thing you can do if you ever want to achieve anything of significance in life. The comfort zone is great if you're happy to settle for less than you can be. It's not great if you want to reach your true potential in life. Get around those who are hungry. Get around those who want to leave their mark in this world. Those who want to make a difference in this world. They say misery loves company. Well, so does success. Success loves successful company. There's just less to choose from. And there's nothing better than getting together with a group of winners and
2: winning. If someone has the fitness, health, and body you want, get around that person or more people like that and soon their standards will become yours. If someone has the wealth, business, happiness, or life you want, get around those people. Get around the people that are living at a higher level than you. Get around those that have the wealth, home, happiness, relationships, and life you want more of. Get in alignment with success by surrounding yourself with only those living at the highest level. The people in your life will either inspire you or drain you. Choose carefully.
1: The people in your life will either inspire you to be greater than you are or drain the life out of you. Choose carefully. Get in chat rooms or communities where others share the same ambitions, but do not expect positive changes in your life if you surround yourself with negative people.
2: If you are only hanging around people who drag you down, those people who can always find a reason why it can't be done, that will also become your reality. You will never see a successful person hanging around a dream killer. If you want success, hang around dream chasers. Find someone that is doing what you want to do, follow them, consume their material, read their books, listen and learn. The more you learn from these people, the more you will become like these people. Now you might have to cut some negativity out of your life, And it won't be easy. But what do you want from your life? Negativity is a virus. You must get it out of your life. Otherwise, you will be the one that suffers in the end.
3: All flavors land. I am Wimbo77. Seven seven. And I'm
4: KJB.
3: How are you doing, KJB? I'm
4: doing all right. Um, I've had a couple of punches along the way. Fruit, okay. I think what, we're on Wednesday, isn't it? Tuesday. We- Tuesday today, I've had free yeah. in, in about a week. Wow. That's a lot of punctures, isn't it? No, no, it's just this London life now, isn't it? So much building work, glass. That's under, true. There's so much, bit, you know, it's just That's heinous. very
3: true. But you but know, apart from that, a bit chilly today, wasn't it? Oh, wow. It's very cold in London. Really? It's cold in London, guys. The temperature seems to have dropped. <clears throat> we are in January and it is actually our winter. So it's to be expected. A lot of people think coming through... Um, sort of September, October is, um, is autumn and then December's winter but winter actually starts around January through to March time so um, yeah, it's, it, I guess it's to be expected and it seems to, that this time, around this time of the year it does tend to get a lot colder, doesn't it? Well, it's weird because we've had constant
4: it, it's, but I must admit it has been constant we had a few days where it was milder mm. but then we had the rain Yes, <clears throat> so now we're not getting the rain; we're getting it's the cold, the, the, the chill, yeah, the chill, the chill's coming back. So just just look after yourself because unfortunately we've it's, it's the problem with the weather we've had is that high impact of of flu.
3: That as well as uh, the the roads are really icy today. Mm, I saw mm. a man nearly drop down. There was a man that said, "Oh, be careful!" To me, he said, yeah. "Be careful because." Walking this morning It's really icy down It was It was It it was was, just like an ice rink guys It's like going ice skating And that's So we're just going to give a big shout out To our chat room crew Giving a big shout out To all of the DJs on the station And we will definitely be giving you All a shout out Very shortly Some amazing stuff as always Over the start And over the last week as well Here on allflavoursradio.com So our
4: questions for today. What are our questions, KJB? Okay, let's go for it. I've just got one question. Okay. This question is quite quite an emotive question, Mm. especially if you're a parent. And I'll just read it out. It says, parents in the UK from September, uh, lessons on same-sex relationships will be taught in all primary schools. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so we're really going to go and delve
3: into that one because um, when we think about it, um <clears throat> a while ago we spoke about on having conversations with our youngsters didn't we about this topic um there was a mother that was having a conversation with her child at nursery another mother didn't like it so if a mo- another mother doesn't like the fact and she, she, the, the mother was only telling the daughter or the child that uh, the woman was pregnant and a mother another parent got quite annoyed about that so how much more so now that they're going to be teaching same-sex relationships in school what are your thoughts on that that's something to think about because from here on in it's all about the next generation isn't it and we're going to see how people actually feel about it and we'll yeah we'll delve a little bit deeper into that we also have a scenario. And it's about a woman who stopped seeing a, a new fella because her ex found out and threatened the both of them. I'm not too sure if we spoke about this before on the show. But um, this is the scenario that we're going to be tackling. So Moving forwards, how to now in the UK again, it's all about the UK today, beautiful listeners. And the new, there's going to be new driving laws launching from this month. January 2023, and motorists are warned of daily charges. So
4: what are those? What is that all about, KJB? Well, it says 2023 uh, gets underway. Drivers are being warned of new law changes, which comes into effect, obviously, as we mentioned in January, Mm -hmm. which could see road users fined for various different... Aspects of their driving.
3: Yes, yeah. So it, it talks about driving law changes that are introduced on the Highway Code, as well as clean air zones. Okay, so it's a greater power for councils, new road rules, and they'll continue to be launched throughout the year of 2023, as well as with a handful of behind rolled out um, in January. Drivers are being warned about the impact and we've already seen the impact. We did actually have a show on the LTNs that spoke on all of the the restrictions that have come into place and now they're being enforced. They are really being enforced. So if you live in the UK,
4: <coughs> this really applies to UK residents. Yeah, yeah. And we did we did mention some of the... The positive nature of it, obviously, is the clean air. It's better for the children, mm. better for us. Um, we're living with help us to live longer, healthier. But mm. on the flip side, if if you're having to go into an area where that zone is uh, a cleaner, what's it called, a cleaner air zone, cleaner neighbour, clean neighbourhoods, yeah, right? yeah, LTN, LTN. low traffic neighbourhoods, low traffic neighbourhoods. Mm-hmm. Um, Difficulty might be is is services getting to and from those areas. Mm. I'm not talking about emergency services because they'll go in anyway. I'm talking about people like district nursing, yeah, um, carers, uh, allied healthcare professionals who need to to might have to go out and see these individuals. Mm. Um, the impact on them as well. Yeah, the get th- into those places.
3: The thing is that these new driving laws <clears throat> are coming in, so motorists are warned of daily charges as well in that case so yeah that will impact a lot of those people that have to drive in and out of areas that don't probably possibly have permits and things like that so drivers in around Tyneside and Newcastle and Gateshead will soon deal with a new clean air zone as local authorities look to stash pollution um, pollution rates and the clean air zone was formally launched in November twenty-two. So we saw a lot of that last year, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But motorists yeah. were given a grace period with charges set to begin after January the thirtieth, 2023. Wow. So this is um, coming into effect after January 2023. So changes for non-compliant tax taxis, buses, coaches, and HDVs will be given will begin, sorry, in January, while cost for vans. And light like goods vehicles will be delayed until July twenty twenty three. So, yeah, that, that's that's all under the new private hire vehicles in London uh, must be electric. From from when was this written? I can't don't have the date, but th- that's coming to effect that new private hire vehicles in London must be electric.
4: When you say private hire vehicles, are we talking about taxis, private hire vehicles, mini cabs, buses?
3: A private hire, I thought, just going to, you know, when you go to those private hire places. Oh, you like Hertz. And, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, so I'll just wait
4: to clarify. What those kind on. of vehicles, I, I think.
3: Not, it doesn't say taxes or anything, because okay. it looks like,
4: well, taxes. Because it's but, a hire vehicle, because you, you have to hire them. You get in and you, you So I, I'm not sure what, whether that, those, kind of vehicles you know like ubers and Mm. i don't know who those kind of vehicles will be under those constraints well
3: it's tax isn't
4: it yeah so we're gonna we're gonna check we'll just have a quick check
3: yeah and it speaks about being non-compliant those failing to act in accord with the wish or command so that's this is buses taxis coaches Mm. and hgvs Mm. they'll be charged yeah Oh, that's
4: interesting, non compliant. Uh, yeah. So it's it's basically that's what I was asking. everybody Everybody. That's what I'm saying. It's it's yeah. interesting that so if your vehicle is not up to the requirements of the law, mm. as they stipulate it, although you could still drive your vehicle, you are liable To a charge A daily charge as well Yes
3: Yeah As well as new private Hire vehicles Licensed for the first time Will need To be zero emission capable So zero You know They've got the low emissions Mm. That too So they've got
4: to be electric And zero emissions Which is So what about the cars That individuals are driving now I'm not talking about These hire vehicles Mm. Or the buses Or the coaches You know Because those are company vehicles So that's understandable But what about The everyday person Who just has a car? (laughs) I don't understand. How? Where did they Do do you know what I mean? Where Where do these individuals stand? Well, it
3: says um, it's talking about petrol vans and taxes, so it's all about taxes and vans. That if they're Euro four standard, that they're exempt, as are Euro six diesels. With the councils urging drivers to ensure that they know what their vehicle is so they don't end up with necessary fees. So I guess you're going to have to check on a national database, database, right?
4: Like a Gov website or something, just just to check where your car stands and where it's emissions and stuff.
3: Just like we did when the ULEs came in. (sighs) Mm -hmm. It it was uh, cars that were specific specific age. date or yeah. Yeah. yeah but these ones they have other specifics but this is being done to allow additional time for owners to upgrade so due to national and global vehicle supply issues we know with covid that supplies aren't getting in with war there's lots of things going on but non-compliant lorries buses and coaches they'll be hit with 50 pounds a day tolls while the worst polluting vans and taxis will be charged twelve pound fifty a day.
4: Wow. Well, because yeah. well, any, any charges that they will incur, which they will have to pay, I'm assuming will have to then be, um, put on the the, the passengers. Yeah. I suppose so.
3: Everything again, everything's going to get
4: more. Yeah, because if if, if expensive. Yeah, if the buses or taxis are are struggling, or. They're having to make adaptations to their vehicles mm. at a cost that cost has to be footed by somebody. Yeah. So I'm assuming it would then trickle down. It always and, trickles and then down. If you know everyday people like myself and you and maybe and also we're talking about the listeners mm. will would have to foot the cost. Foot so, the so 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 yeah. therefore more in rail fares, bus fares, tram fares you know taxi hire will increase uber Mm. drivers will have to probably so everybody will be affected by this i'm assuming yeah in some shape way or form
3: as well as fuel duty in april fuel duty is coming (laughs) so in the face of you know the rising gas prices Mm. that we saw last Mm. last year there'll be a raise in fuel duty as well um yeah it's We're talking about here, London, ultra low emission zones, ULES. We know Mm, about the ULES. mm, mm. So check to see if your car falls into the category of having to pay that. Like we said, that's £12.50 a day.
4: Uh, That's going to be expanded, it says as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just going to cover the roads that we're aware of at the moment.
5: Mm. but
4: it says it's going to it's going to extend over the entire greater london area but it's, it's mainly
3: north circular south circular all those mm. areas and the mayor announced this um in august 2023 that this would be happening it's a mm. scheme that's of going to you know go out to greater London areas and drivers can find themselves without their vehicle
4: yeah well if they don't pay it they can the charges can go up to like 160, yes. maybe more, yeah, depending on when and if they pay it. So, because some people might challenge it, mm, so there is a TFL yeah. checker which isn't working at the moment.
3: Um, but you can go and check with TFL in regards to the ULES charges. Wow, yeah, wow, it's terrible.
4: 2023 is going to be a tough year, yes, seems like, yeah, you know, for, for not just companies with for big everybody. vehicles, but for everybody, because everybody's going to have to, foot, as I said, it's going to trickle down. Yeah. So everybody's going to have to increase their costs, especially travel, and people have to go to work. Mm. We have to make a living. So I think it will impact on a lot of people.
3: And I'm not sure if you oh. drive out there, beautiful listeners, um, if you've seen the amount of potholes there are in the roads, um, there are so many, so many, so we sure that there will be disruptions then when they're doing roadworks and stuff but yeah this along the and this is along the highways back roads everything uh, well we don't get to drive on back roads these days but no, yeah there's a lot of potholes <clears throat> and conditions on the road are getting worse yet they're making us pay ridiculous amounts of money if they were putting on more buses if they The TFL, the the transport was cleaner. Maybe people would use it. But I did do a poll the other day um, on TikTok and people prefer to drive their private vehicles.
4: And, and that's yeah. why they're bringing in these schemes Because mm. they're trying to push people to public transport Which is understandable Because the less cars that are on the road yeah, The, the cleaner the air That's their thinking That's what they're saying that's what I'm, Yes, and I appreciate that but, but like you said, at the same time If, if you're going to encourage people to get on public transport mm. The roads have to be in good Decent. condition Exactly. The buses have to run on time <laughs> And the fears have to reflect people's pockets Mm. if people are if it's cheaper to drive your car why take tube and public transport the reason why you take that is because there's certain places you can't drive to so you know and and sometimes the times that you 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 work um it's more cost effective not to take the car but to take public transport but Mm. public transport and sometimes, and at the moment, we know the issues with public transport because there's been a lot of strikes as yes. well. So that's also impacted it, on, on why people are pre- pre- preferring to use their pri- private car because it guarantees them they'll get to A and B. What are your thoughts out there, beautiful listeners? What do you think
3: in regards to this whole... Uh, new driving law change because there are quite a lot are you aware of it are you aware that even um, TFL scrappings they have a scrapping sc- scheme when it comes to this ULA's expansion expansion are you aware is your car okay to drive on the road mm, mm. is it not okay to drive on the road mm. because the mayor, mayor announced that this is going to this expansion is coming and he's also uh. laid out plans to introduce car and motor motorcycle um, scrappage and vehicles that are not compliant with standard standards, they might be eligible to take part in the Mayor's Scrappage Scheme. But then if you're taking part in the Mayor's Scrappage Scheme, what is your car, car going to be worth? And will you be able to afford to get another car that's roadworthy?
4: Sure. And and it, and what's the impact on people? Mm, mm, mm. What do you think? I think also I was just going to add, because if, if, some people have to use their their transport, because mm. it's their living yeah you know some people like are so self, yeah self-employed so you you it, so you're you' you're in between a rock and a hard place really mm. you've got no choice you have to upgrade or make the changes otherwise financially it's going to impact on you but then you gotta have the money to do that so it's it's a difficult scenario a difficult situation mm.
6: um
4: and, and like you said you just got to make sure that you do your checks yeah and make sure your your vehicle is at that point where some of these things won't impact you and that you're able to to continue doing what you need to do so I'm going to try and um,
3: find the actual site it's not working at the moment the transport for London but please check and see if your car falls into the category of when it comes to um, yeah being able to not have to pay those charges because they are daily charges and in a week, if you're working five days a week, it adds up. It's a lot more mm. than than traveling by tube. Well, I, I don't know that's weekly, but yeah. For, yeah. um, compare twelve pound fifty a day for a car. It's a lot of money, isn't it? If you're and uh, that's yeah, you pay that daily. Mm. So it's really unfair. Living in London, it's getting harder to live in the the in the UK because it's not just. In London that this is happening. It's happening up and down the country. So check check that out, beautiful listeners. And make sure and see if you are, if your car is okay to be on the road. If you're eligible to be on the road. And that, yeah, that you have everything in order. Because it's, again,
4: impacting people's pockets. This whole situation right uh, 100% agree with you um it'd be interesting to hear my um, listeners comments as well how they feel about it because obviously it's going to impact on everybody everybody Ooh. who's a road user will, it will be impacted on you know and especially you've got you know school runs there's so it so covers so you many you can't even do the school yeah, run anymore with uh, these ltms can you yeah but unfortunately it's 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 just Life is such that sometimes it's more costly for you. It's, it's about your pocket and what you can afford to do.
3: It seems uh, to be you know. going that way constantly, but mm, beautiful mm. people, we'll see how it goes. And we'll see you all in five.
2: And on your smart speaker, playing all the best songs. All oh, Flavours Radio.
7: We all have an amazing ability to learn new things. Work can be a challenge, but learning new skills can help you get on at work, start your own business, or even get you back into work. And as your skills improve, you could see your earnings flourish too. Did you know that with better qualifications, you could earn between two and 3,000 pounds more a year? So don't let anything stop you. Get in touch with your local college or learning provider to find out what course or training you could do. Our future, it's in our hands.
8: Tommy Lucian Promotions and All Flavors Radio present We Ready to Party again. again! Again, 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 On Saturday the 25th of February 2023 on board the luxurious Theresa Joanne, which is permanently moored at the King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way E16 to QY. On this night we will also celebrate the 44th year of independence for St. Lucia. From 9.30pm to 3.30am Come and be entertained by Ninja Man Lloyd, Mikey Afri DJ Specialist, DJ Red Boy, DJ Markler And the All Flavors Radio Team Your MC for the night is Rude Boy Keith Come and jam to the sweet sounds of soca, from Probeats, country, reggae, R&B And much more. Much, more, much more There's a free run punch for the first 100 tickets So get your £15 tickets today From Eventbrite and getyourtickets.co.uk For more information Call 07401 0740- three double eight two five one. that's 07401388251 ready to party again saturday the 25th of february the last one sold out i'm just saying 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 give me the music
0: a legacy of brit funk and soul music imagination featuring lee john 40-year anniversary signed limited edition 17-CD box set with the hits, music and lights, Bobby Talk, Just an Illusion, flashback, so good, so right, and many more. Box set includes never-before-heard 12-inch mixes, live performances, and unreleased recordings. Available February 10th, 2023. Pre-order now at www.legion.com.
2: Right, lads. Our route's been compromised. Insurgents are up ahead and waiting. We need to bug out. Smithy, stay here,
4: and I need you to give me eyes until I give you the word. Yes, you. Listening to the radio. I
2: need you here in my team.
0: There's an army job waiting for you right now. Great experience, great prospects, great training. Visit your local army careers office. Be the best.
2: The more you listen, the more great news. Take you there. All Flavors
6: Radio.
3: Chat room.
9: Glass fell
3: How are you doing?
9: Tune like in. How are you doing, TikTok? Doing How are you doing, the world? Oh.
3: How are you doing, all you silent listeners out there?
9: Oh.
3: bigging so up, 80 francis You can catch AT Frances tonight.
9: tonight
3: from ten till twelve. As well as DJ Laro From 8 till 10 Giving a big shout out to Bella Arrow out there In Munich How you doing Bella? Catch Bella on a Saturday afternoon From 1 till 3 o'clock
9: Philogene,
3: so good to have you back on the radio with us here in All Flavours. Let's mark Philogene out of Bremen. You can catch Mark on a Monday from 6 till 8 and on a Sunday from 4 till 6. Shout out to George Flavors. Corey E8. Some great stuff last night. You can catch George from 8 until 10. And then Corey E8 till the midnight hour. This is sounds here of Luther Vandross. He was with the band Change And I think it was Melbourne Moore that said Luther you need to go out on your own so He was a back backing singer Singing for everyone else And hiding at the back Yeah, great sounds there Of Luther Vandross with Change I'm going to give you this one here we're just going to have a mix and blend time tonight here on All Flavours Radio. Also giving a big shout out to Gal Gal Di Carlo and Joy McKay. Not forgetting Goldie. your strength, courage, and wisdom. It's inside of all of us. You just gotta find it inside yourselves. India ivory. Oh yeah. Okay, DJ KGB. So, with that being said, Inja Irie, she was great when she stepped onto the scene. I was just so taken aback. And I think we have all of our albums, right? Yeah. and we are the
4: last one. By the last one. And yeah. we, we were privileged to go and see at the Shepherd's Bush
3: Empire. Yes, we did. And that was fantastic. Absolutely. We had a great time. Great time. Fantastic. She did come on late, her. but...
4: <laughs> hey, it was worth... Hey. No, some, sometimes it's worth the wait. And yes. it was. She's got beautiful voice. Acoustic guitar, oh my word, I, you know. We, it, was it was fabulous, wasn't it? It was a great concert. So in saying that,
3: when we're looking at our history, um, we're talking about uh, James Earl Jones tonight. And, you know, I didn't realise that he was so iconic. A man of great talents. And had it have not been for an actor that didn't sound good on stage or didn't sound good in the film... I'm sure James L. Jones would have come along, but Darth Vader would not have been the Darth Vader that we know of.
4: It's weird because you know what? It's it's funny because many people might have been cast or Mm. gone up for the part, but I can only imagine that when he came in, you know, gave him the scripts. All right, can you read this for Mister for us, Mister Jones? Yeah, Um, and he read it. Instantly, they must have thought that's the, that's the voice. <laughs> that's the <boy. laughs>
3: and the thing is, it iconic, was iconic, isn't it? It was iconic. the actor, he never ever met the actor, I can't remember the actor's name, that played Darth Vader because it wasn't James L. Jones. He had to do the whole voiceover mm. of that. And let's say, let, let's speak a little bit on him, and then we're going to play another part uh, in which James L. Jones is quite an, another iconic. Um, show that he was in as well Which Denzel Washington went on to play And that was Fences But he's an American actor Who voiced Darth Vader um, And in that Star Wars franchise And he also is known for films like The Great White Hope Hunt for Red October Field of Dreams As well as The Way of TV Shows And Cartoons What cartoon did he voice? Oh Oh, come on, Ken. I can't remember. You know, the Lion King. Oh, come is. on. <laughs> Mufasa.
4: Yes. No, I just. Right. Yeah, I So, he just. Because I spoke about it earlier, didn't I? Yes, I didn't mention did. it, did And I? Then I forgot all about it. I, Again, uh, iconic, isn't he? Yeah. Mufasa. Yeah. Everybody knows Lion King. When, when you know, everybody's watched it. Yeah. Even adults. No one. No adult can say they haven't watched but it. Come on. He
3: was born. It's fantastic. He was fantastic born film. on the 17th of. January 1931, hence today is James L. Jones' birthday. And he was born in Mississippi. As a child, did you know that he'd developed a severe stutter? Did you know that? Yeah. So he went mute for about eight years. He wouldn't speak, which, but he overcame that in high school. And he went on to star in a long list of successful movies and plays. Becoming widely known as the voice of Darth Vader, as we said in the beginning, there. So, wife and son was he? he was married, yeah.
4: Yeah, he says he's previously married to actress um, with whom he co-starred in Othello, Julian Mary, yeah, Julie, oh Julian Mary, Ooh, Marie, yeah. Marie Jones, and Cecilia Hart in nineteen eighty two. Oh, no, he got married again, sorry, in 1982, mm-hmm. to, a, to a Cecilia Hart. And was married until she died, sadly, in 2016. Oh. A couple had one son, Flynn L. Jones.
3: Flynn L. Jones. So James L. Jones made his Broadway debut in the late 1950s in a play called Sunrise at Compobello. For several years, he took on a variety of roles for stage, television... And film Jones was active in the Shakespeare, and you can you can understand that Shakespeare in the mm. Park because his voice is just so iconic, isn't it? Everyone knows when they hear James L. Jones speak that it's James L. Jones. Mm. And there's another one that we forgot, um, another film that he played in.
4: Series of series of just films.
3: a film. Well, it was well, yeah. It went on to make two other ones after that. Can we can anyone out there guess? We're not gonna tell you right now, and just name another film that James L. Jones played in, something that he was in. That we all know. Yeah, we all know what that film is. So he went on to do a number of, of films like East Side, West Side, Doctor Strange Love, The Great White Hope, Of Mice and Men, and Fences. And what we're gonna do now is just play you a snippet from fences just to see how amazing he actually is.
0: A memorable scene by James Earl Jones as a stern father who has struggled to build a life and keep control of his family shows him teaching his son a painful lesson about setting his expectations for affection.
10: Can I ask you a question? What the hell you want to ask me? Mrs. Wiki is the one you got the questions for. How come you ain't never liked me? Like you. Who in the hell ever said, I got to like you? What law is there to say, I got to like you? Do you want to stand up in my face and ask me some damn fool ass question like that? Talk about liking somebody. Come here, boy, when I talk to you. Straighten up, goddammit. it. Ask your question. What law is there to say, I got to like you. None. All right there. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. Nigga, as long as you live in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. And clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why do you think that is? Because of you. Hell, I know it's because of me. Why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning and bust my butt putting up with them crackers all day long because I like you. You is the biggest fool I ever saw. It is my job. It is my responsibility. You understand that? A man got to take care of his family. You live in my house you sleep your behind on my bedclothes. You put my food in your belly because you are my son. You are my flesh and blood, not because I like you. It is my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. Wait now. Let's get this straight right now. But we'll go along any further, I ain't got to like you. Mr. Rand, don't give me my money. Come payday because he liked me. He give me because he owe me. Now, I didn't give you everything I had to give you. I gave you your life. Your mama and me worked it out between us. And lacking your black ass was not a part of the bargain. And don't you try and go through life worried if somebody like you or not. You best make sure that they are doing right by you. You understand what I'm saying, boy? Yes, sir. Then you get the hell out of my face and going down to the A&P.
3: And that was James L. Jones there, starring in Fences. That was a, quite a powerful piece of theatre there, wasn't it? But it, it
4: goes to show the, the, the voice, mm. the, the voice and the power that a voice can have. It's the words, yeah. but it's how the spoken word is performed. Yes. And which, it's- which moves you and takes you somewhere.
3: Absolutely. And he takes us somewhere, doesn't he? When we think of Ipsunica's looking at it, I went in and saw the the actors of uh, The Lion King and it was surprising. You saw the different actors that play the different roles, but you never think... You, we see it all, don't we, unravelled before us when we go and watch something, but we never really think about the background and how these things come about Because it's mm. just presented mm. There's a lot of work that goes into it
4: Yeah, yeah, and like I said You can be handed a script Or, or a sentence or, or, or a speech Or a song But it's how you Put it across Ooh. Which captivates your audience And James L. Jones in Just in that small snippet Gave a great like understanding for me of how to present mm. the spoken word
3: mm. so beautiful listeners have you guessed um the other film that we're we're about to tell you um that James l. Jones performed in any any takers we'll give you another another minute and then we'll we'll let you know what it is so historic historic i mean you've only Put your hand up because you saw it. <laughs> um, historic Emmy wins. Then has he won
4: Emmys? So yes, he has. He's he's won he's won a pair of Emmys actually in mm. 1991 uh, for his leading role in a dramatic series called Gabriel's Fire, yeah. and a supporting role on the mis- Missionaries. Mini-series. Yeah, mini, sorry, mini-series. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the way it's spelled,, you yeah. see, the, way, the way they've put the word together, yeah, a mini-series called Heatwave.
3: Heatwave, yeah. And he became the first actor to win two Emmys in the same year in the drama category, which is wonderful. He also starred as a former cop who was released from prison after being convicted of murder. So he's had a good run, hasn't he? You know, he's done many different films, many, many films over the years. And Jones has received many accolades for his contributions to the arts, including the Kennedy Center Honor 2002, the Honorary Academy Award 2011 and the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences bestowed the award to Jones for his legacy, constant, consistent excellence, and uncommon versatility. So he is quite, because he didn't sound like Move Faster in that last clip, did he?
4: No, but it's what I'm trying to say. This is, this is the importance. This or Darth Vader. No, but it shows his versatility. Yeah. But although he has the versatility, you can't mistake mm. the way he accentuates and puts across. Yeah when he's playing a part, playing a role. Very few actors can do that. So, beautiful listeners, I think we're going to tell you what the film was. What was the film, KJB? Uh, Everybody should know it. It starred Eddie Murphy as well. And I think everybody will, once once, I'm sure a lot of people got it, it's Coming to America.
3: Coming to America. And do you know, he said that a lot of people come and ask him, To say, I am your father. No, Mm. is it Luke, I am your father?
4: Yeah, Darth Vader. When he was Darth Vader,
3: Vader. Vader. but that's not his favourite line. His favourite line was, from Coming Coming to to America, the line was, my son works. Do you remember yeah, when, the, yeah, when he went to Jimmy Joffe? Yeah, was, Jim, Jim, no, Jim, no, yeah, was, was it Jimmy Joffrey? Yeah, he was okay. Jim, <laughs> and he
4: went to when he yeah when he went to and he you know what? He works. It Works. Yeah, that was his
3: theme. He said that was his favorite line out of all of the things that he starred in.
4: Oh, beautiful!
3: And beautiful. that was a great film as well. Well,
4: again, it? I, I, again, it's it's it, most of the stuff he's done. You know, hopefully people have recognised his skill and his artistry. Mm. You know, not just as an actor, but just has, you know, just as a person, how yeah. he presents himself and some of the parts he takes on, because some of the parts he's taken on over the years are not easy. Some of them are not easy parts no, to handle, no. you know.
3: You because when we just watched, that was yeah, quite
4: deep. That's quite deep. So he's not afraid to take on parts, but also the way he portrays that part mm. also helps you to see what a great actor he is, and, and I'm sure he's still alive now. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm sure that there's, I'm sure there's other things mm. that we'll be talking him up about.
3: And he also had published his memoirs, Voices and mm. Silence. It looks both his career and his early family life, and what was was his early family life like?
4: Well, James Earl Jones, his early life was uh, in Mississippi, isn't he? Mm-hmm. His father, Robert L. Jones, a boxer, an actor, and was largely absent from his life growing up. At an early age, Jones was raised by his maternal grandparents in mm-hmm. Mississippi before moving with them to Michigan. He's of African, Cherokee, Choctaw, Choctaw and Irish descent.
3: It's interesting, isn't wow, it? Wow,
4: talk about mi- mixture.
3: He's definitely mixed and blended, isn't he? And this is why we say we're not we're not race, we are humankind because we all combine beautifully together, regardless of whoever we combine with, isn't it? Mm, mm. It says that Jones developed se- a severe stutter in childhood and which left him terribly self-conscious and shy around other children. He genuinely didn't speak until a teacher helped him out ...of his silence. So do you see the importance of teaching? And we're going to go on and see, again, how teachers... Are they left with this dilemma in our question? We're going to speak on that question very soon. But how this teacher saw that he needed help... ...and she helped him out that silence during his high school years. And he also had an English teacher who believed in language. And Jones later told The Hollywood Reporter that he looked at a poem he wrote and said, it's too good for you to have written, so you have to prove, so to prove you wrote it, please stand up in front of the class and recite it from memory. And I did it without stuttering, so he used that as a programme to get me to talk. Mm. That's lovely. So he's a writer as well, as we can quite clearly see. Very multi-talented man, isn't he? And he came from a good... Kind of background, but sadly again, his father was absent, but did that stop him?
4: No, because he still had family paternal grandparents who, mm. who who helped him, but like you said there was there's always one person in life i suppose there's always one person when you feel you 're not good enough or don't feel you're not you don't have that the ability or or the skills to do something there's always one person that mm. just gives you that that energy, that incentive impetus, that yeah. boost the impetus, whatever you want to call Ooh. it and 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 from then he didn't look back, yeah. but it was just that one imagine if that that English teacher didn't see the potential
3: and this is it there was the English teacher, him. and then the other there was two people that influentially. Saved him, isn't it? Mm. Because till now, he, he may well stutter if, if he hadn't had that motivation or had those mentors mm. to say, hey, you're bigger than this. You can come out of yourself. And regardless, there's so many people that have had stammers or stutters that there was that guy, I remember, in X Factor. He was a stutterer. Then he started singing and he stopped stuttering, you know. So once they he saw that potential, he was able to tap into it. And that was that, again, it's a self-programming as well that can bring us down, isn't it? Mm. That may make us think that we're not good enough or able to do something. But just with that, like you said there, KJB, that encouragement is what really helped him along. So what did he do once he did begin to speak? What was his?
4: Well, he went on to the University of Michigan to study medicine, but soon discovered acting. After college, he also went into ministry. Uh, the the ministry, the, the military, <laughs> during the Korean War. Returning to his passion of performance, once he finished his service, moving into he went to move to went on to move to New York. Jones studied at the American Theatre Wing, and eventually took on the stage name Todd Jones wow. for a little while. Inspired by a childhood nickname, he found a job as a jan- janitor. Yeah, to make ends meet. During the early days of his career, and got to know his father, who was then working in the the domestic Dr- arts, dramatic, dramatic arts. arts as well. Yeah. So he, he made the he Well, that dad, dad came in and out, and it came back into his life. Ooh. But it shows he wasn't afraid to to do what he had to do. He had to do it, and Janis Look Janita. who he is
3: now. Yeah, this is the thing. It doesn't matter who people are. It's when we step out of that that zone, because as it said there, he went to college to be a doctor. So just imagine if he finished university, we may not even have a James L. Jones, you know, so it's sometimes it's those things as well. It's that the, the, the things that we go on to do and realise, hey, I don't want to do this. I still have a passion to do that. And then you work in, you know, through the passion. Mm. And then look, we all know James L. Jones' iconic yeah, iconic, and the thing is that is it who's the guy that writes um, Star Wars? Lucas, someone oh, Lucas, is it James Lucas oh, or something like that?
4: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
3: He he wanted some someone black and authentic because I think he's married to a black woman actually, um, and he George, wanted,
4: George Lucas, sorry, is it
3: George, George Lucas? George yeah, George. he's married to a black female, and because. No one knew who James L. Jones was at the time. He utilized him, and there you go. He's he's there mm. forever mm. in the Hall of Fame, as they say.
4: But but also good. Just you know, him being a janitor, mm. he, he didn't. That job didn't rob him of what he wanted to do. No, you know, some people. Do things and think, well, I'm this now, I'm never going to, I can never amount to anything. That's that's not the case. It doesn't matter what you do. If you've got a passion and that passion is burning in you, despite it's not the avenue that you're in at the moment, Mm. doesn't mean you can't. You, you you can't go and, and and have a look at it and and, and have a go at it. Revisit and revi- yeah. revisit, and revitalize it. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, yeah, don't definitely. don't. You know, if, if that's what you want, if that's your passion, please. That's what he did. Absolutely. <laughs> and we and he's a household name now, so it, it can work. It can, it can work. work. Most definitely. So, kudos to
3: um, James L. L. Je- oh, James, oh, what's his name? K. J. B.
4: James L. Jones. James
3: L. Jones. James L. And Jones. the amazing impact that he's made in in the the world. Mm-hmm. So, what's our question, please, for our listeners?
4: Oh, the audience question today is: Parents in the U- UK from September this September two thousand twenty three mm-hmm. lessons on same sex relationships will be taught in all primary schools what are your thoughts yeah. on the matter?
3: so same-sex relationships to be taught in schools is it a good thing is it a bad thing should our, ch- our ch- children be taught from home what are your thoughts on that because the world is changing beautiful listeners but do we want the school to have its influence this west wing kind of thinking or is it better for us to teach our children because they're going to see these things around and they will ask questions beautiful listeners we'll see y'all in five
2: online and on your smart speaker playing all the best songs all flavors radio
7: we all have an amazing ability to learn new things work can be a challenge but learning new skills can help you get on at work start your own business or even get you back into work and as your skills improve, you could see your earnings flourish too. Did you know that with better qualifications you could earn between two pounds and £3,000 more a year? So don't let anything stop you. Get in touch with your local college or learning provider to find out what course or training you could do. Our future, it's in our hands.
8: Dummy Lucian Promotions and All Flavors Radio present We Ready to Party again. again! Again, 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 On Saturday, the 25th of February, 2023, on board the luxurious Teresa Joanne, which is permanently moored at the King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way E16 to DUY. On this night, we will also celebrate the 44th year of independence for St. Lucia. From 9.30pm to 3.30am, come and be entertained by Ninjaman Man Lloyd, Mikey Afri, DJ Specialist, DJ Redboy, DJ Markler, and the All Flavors Radio Team. Your MC for the night is Rude Boy Keith. Come and jam to the sweet sounds of Soul Cat, from Afrobeats, country, reggae, R&B, and much more. There's a free run punch for the first 100 tickets, so get your £15 tickets today from Eventbrite and getyourtickets.co.uk. For more information, call 07401. 07401- 388251 that's 07401 38251 we ready to party again saturday the 25th of february
0: the last one sold out i'm just
8: saying give me the music
0: a legacy of brit funk and soul music imagination featuring lee john 40 year anniversary signed limited edition 17 cd box set with the hits music and lights bobby talk just an illusion flashback so good so right and many more box set includes never before heard 12 inch mixes live performances and unreleased recordings available February 10th, 2023. Pre-order now at www.legion.com.
2: Right, lads. Our route's been compromised. Insurgents are up ahead and waiting. We need to bug out. Smithy, stay here, and I need you to give me eyes until
4: I give you the word. Yes, you. Listening to the radio. I need you here in my
2: team.
0: There's an Army job waiting for you right now. Great experience, great prospects, great training. Visit your local Army Careers office. Be the best.
2: The more you listen, the more great music you hear. All
0: Flavors Radio.
3: of Voyeurs, Running Away. Give really a big shout out to Guest 713 out of Disseldorf, Guest 573 out of London, Guest 500 out of Nuremberg, and Guest 224 out of Milton Keynes. And how are you doing Friday, Dom? And DJ B-Funk. You can catch DJ B-Funk on a Saturday from 10 till
5: 12.
3: can catch Ninja Man Lloyd on a Thursday night, as well as DJ Caddy, and it's so good to have you back, Charlie Muir, on a Wednesday night, from 7 till 9. Also giving a big shout out to John J.E., who kicks off every single Sunday with his gospel and sweet, sweet music. It was also really nice to tune in to Billy Ray Valentine on Sunday, and we also have a new DJ here on the station. To John Newman, how are you doing, John? And we'll be coming to you shortly. Don't forget, you can catch DJ Nige from 8 to 10 on a Saturday and a Sunday. The 12 inch version. And I think 12 inch versions used to run for like 10 or 12 minutes.
4: You know <laughs> I that. I think that's how, they, 12,
3: how long mid- they used 12, to run for.
4: 13 minutes, man. Yes, that they ran for a long time. You could put a 12 inch on, go shop, <laughs> come back. <laughs>
3: yeah, you most definitely could. So, what is our question, DJ KJB?
4: Okay, let's repeat it. It says, Parents in the UK from September 2023, lessons on the same-sex relationships will be taught in all primary schools in England. I'm assuming Wales, Northern Ireland, or just in, it's hard England, to say. It's England, UK, UK there, so it? it must be all, all you know, all parts of the UK. I think Scotland does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so and just basically, what are your thoughts?
3: Yeah, what are your thoughts on, and don't forget the word is primary schools. We're not talking about secondary schools, but in primary schools from around year six. Now, they have actually been teaching these PHSE lessons in school. um, But from, like it says there, from September, it's due to start in primary schools. I did look, try and find um try and find the information on the .gov website but it all seems to be there already so it's quite what what are your thoughts on that the on it kjb
4: well <clears throat> if you think about it the way we're seeing things at the moment there's a lot of um information mm. t- through the tv through magazines through books even some soap operas now there's a lot in 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 view mm. of same sex relationships so in a way they're trying to make it as part of what normal society should be
6: yeah
4: um through all these avenues so it's only understandable that because it's be it's beginning to seem more natural has, or, is it, has it natural or normal? No, more, <laughs> no no more yes I'm trying to say more, it's it's becoming to be seen more naturally. Has in the sense that it's it's not it's not a shock no more. Remember remember in the early sixties, seventies, oh going back to thirties and forties, um same sex relationships were found upon you could get arrested for it. Yeah, it you get thrown in prison. You'd prison, you can get beaten up for it, mm. you'd get abused, you, you know what I mean you'd be ostracised for it. Now we know. In, now, especially we're talking about Western society, and obviously in the UK, with with what's going on regarding schools now, primary schools, it's it's becoming more acceptable. Yeah. So, therefore, it's only understandable that education authorities will see it has the next natural, normal step has, i.e., teaching. This type of relationship has, mm. if it was the same heterosexual relationship, right? So you can see what they're trying to do. they're, they're, they're taking all relationships now, and just saying, "Well, this is what we need to start teaching young kids to be aware of." Okay. So, um, but is oh, it aware of? Why are they? Uh, why is it something that uh, they would want?
3: want to draw awareness to if it's it, you're talking about it's in that next scheme of things
4: the natural yeah, next step for them not for me i'm just saying yeah that's 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 what they're the education yeah, system yeah. are you talking about yeah that's that's how it's coming across like the, the next step is mm. to now if it's out there right you know if it's out there and it's being shown on major um television major major series soap operas even now Portraying same-sex relationships, mm. so and and that's that's on mainstream TV. It's not even after the watershed; it's before the watershed. And a lot of these children now are sitting down watching these things.
3: Mm. <laughs> yeah, so they're learning from like so, the TV. Yeah, so it's it's already out there. It's it's them. in the
4: public domain. It's in the public domain. So therefore, they're saying, well, if it's already out there, why mm. don't we just teach it?
3: Well, if we're looking at the um, sta- statutory polls, right. New polling shows that young people are being fouled by poor relationships and sex education in schools and at home. So that that's a bit scary when we look at the statistics, because polls reveal shocking gaps in the provision of relationships and sex education les- lessons. Yeah, so they've done a major survey to show that young people are still not receiving the comprehensive and quality relationships. Because what's happening is they've got different. Agencies coming from outside and teaching these young people, but they're teaching it according to
4: their agendas. Well, that's understandable because I'm, I'm not being funny. Like I said mm. earlier, when you look at mainstream media and TV, yeah, they they are showing same-sex relationships in a way that they feel it promotes their same-sex relationships mm. within mm. the program that you're watching. Yeah. So that's understandable. That's what happens. If you're going to watch a programme and some people like to watch certain programmes where same-sex relationships are are involved because they see it part of now of the storyline, like right. a heterosexual relationship, part of a storyline. It's, it's, it's part of the plot. Mm. And obviously... It's being dramatized or being shown in a certain way, and people are watching that, so it's no different to people coming in and teaching it in their way. It's it's a, it's just like a follow on, really, isn't it? So, then, it's gonna happen.
3: It says here that sadly, is that <clears throat> the, the, the young people are being fouled in school and at home. So, how can we, as parents, because obviously, say for you come from a Christian background then you're only going to be taught certain things if you come from a Muslim background, certain things, you know, from whichever background that we come from, we will be taught according to the morality of the household, right? So I know um, hearing this, one of the women said that she's taken a youngster out of school because it's an abomination, that's what the mother said, yeah? For her primary school child, so from, I think it's year six, that they'll be teaching them these things. But the schools are failing them anyway. So how do we teach our youngsters at home in the right way? Because according to Rishi Sunak, he's got plans set out to rid schools, like he says, of inappropriate relationship and sex education. What is inappropriate um, relationship and sex education?
4: That's a very good question because mm. most of the relationships we are discussing are becoming part of the mainstream. Mm. So it's, it's understandable that it's now, you're talking about a moral, a moral dilemma mm. for most parents. What, where do, which way do we go? Do we allow our kids to be taught sex education? Has the school education board sees fit? And it's becoming but, but, compulsory, yeah, so it's not yeah, like they have a yeah, choice anymore. Yeah. And that's the problem. They don't have a choice. So so whether we instill sexual understanding in them or not, they're going to get it. Mm. It's just... it's So for parents, it's just about how we see it and how we best can educate ourselves in order to educate our kids, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, And that's what it's about. Um If we allow... Other outside agencies to educate our children, we can understand that they are going to be failed because mm. because what the mainstream media and what it's sex it's, it's confusion because you got you got mainstream media who who in their programs TV's are showing sexual um, relationships in one way. The school is saying you've got to have a sexual education in this way. You got the parents saying no, no, no. We want you to. So they're being pulled, the children are being pulled and at that young age. Yeah. They're not even emotionally at the age where they fully understand what they're feeling. Even at that, you know, at that young age, you can't expect them to understand what sexual education is for them. Because they're not At age the age Where they're going to Experience any of that You're you're preparing them For the future But the future Is always changing Yeah
3: And, what, you know and why, it's why, it's that, why is that So always... important I think I think they should be taught Especially from home How to protect themselves But when it comes to um, We're talking here In the, um, same-sex relationships hmm. The I'm sure that as time goes on for them, that they'll kind of understand who they are as individuals. But we just teach them about protecting themselves in the sense of predators and all that kind of stuff.
4: Well, at the yes. I yeah, totally agree with you. I think, I think that's, that's important. That's very important. Obviously, that you know, I totally agree with you. And they, if they, you know,
3: if they see, obviously, depending on what people are watching at home as well. So is protecting them from those kind of things, and then they'll make the choices that they i guess they want to make because Rishi says that he that schools are inviting these outside organizations to teach children explicit and non scientific ideas about gender, and it's really having that idea of what is scientific what is a a scientific idea mm. in regards to gender because we spoke a little while ago about these young people to remember in Canada because not having an identity or knowing themselves that they going into deep depression and and various things, they're harming themselves because of this. And maybe that could be one, not understanding who they are as individuals,
4: but that comes with time. Would you not agree with that? Yeah. Like I said, um, things don't stand still. Mm. Um, you know, the way these programme makers are making things for young people is going to change, it's going to develop because that's what we do. They're always mm. trying to push boundaries, isn't it? It's, it's about getting bums on seats or eyes on the, on, on, on the screen. They're all looking new ways to, to entice people to to, to get involved, mm. and obviously for a young person, it's it's difficult because if you're if, if you want to get to know about yourself, it's very difficult to get to know about yourself through other mainstream media's. Yeah, the, the sex education that we're talking about, that's not about getting to know yourself. No, <laughs> it's just getting to know about a stereotypical relationship, whether it's same sex, heterosexual, and, and and now terms that they're starting to use, before it used to be male and female. Mm. Now they're using different terms to describe a male and female. Some people are not even describing themselves as mm. as male and female now. So I can understand, like you're saying, where, where young people can get isolated or feel isolated and get down and get depressed because it's very difficult for them to get to know themselves because mm. there's so many the different layers. There. There's lots so of So much... Information overload coming and they at do, them.
3: They do. it indirectly. That the, the kids were watching a <sighs> cartoon. We well, it was about last year sometime, and I was shocked. It was a young baby's, like small children's cartoon, and those inferences, they were inferences, were in there, like the These references to certain things, which I I personally felt wasn't wasn't right. And I was like, no, it's too young. It's too young to be introduced in these concepts and these ideas to these young people. And sadly, what um, Rishi has highlighted, he says that young children are being inappropriately equipped to navigate potential exposures to online things such as pornography Mm, and mm, cyberbullying. And once, you know, the the internet, it's just open. Mm. Like you said, there's so much information in there so teaching maybe not i don't think sexual relationships with same-sex partners is something that young people need to be learning really what about protecting themselves from these things online um sites how parents and i think that's where the parents come in as well kind of knowing how to put on locks and all these kind of things that young people
4: can be young people hey I, I totally agree with you I think I think the issues are also not about just the children but and and the government and riches and there's so many other elements that that are involved mm. in, in what we're talking about but it's also the point that some parents don't get can't get access to the information that's actually being used to teach their children so that the, the parents can't really tailor what they're saying to what's being taught mm. and I think it's it's good and it's difficult if parents don't have... If they haven't had the upbringing themselves, they need to be educated. And if they haven't... If they're not getting access to the education that they well, need... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then how are well, the they... Parents can Yeah, then how are they meant to then sit down with their children and broach the subject? Exactly, because the, the um,
3: commissioner... I don't know who the commissioner is. They refused to grant permission to parents requesting access to resources used in mm. their children's sex education classes. Mm. Um, earlier this month, I think well, it was in October. So, the commissioner denied parents access to see what children are being taught. and what's come to, been made apparent is in some lessons, um, there's videos by the School of Sexuality and Education, urging the children to become trans allies, as well as references to mermaids, the controversial transgender um, children's charity. So that is what's being pushed. That's in one um, school of sexual education, is pushing on children. And then another point where the parents... Don't even know what's being taught to their children. I think that's that's mm, wrong. Mm, I think that's.
4: I'm sorry. Yeah, I totally agree. And and obviously then there comes in the the moral the moral di- mm. dilemma of 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 adults as parents because they some parents have their their faith. Yeah. yeah there's a multicultural faith society that we live in, and yeah. and and not all faiths agree with that line of education. Um, so in order to get the parents to understand you've got to educate them they might not agree with it but you've yeah. got to give them the material but, the, but this, or, they're or not giving them the material this, yeah, no, <laughs> I agree with, yeah. but in, I think that's that's the issue you've mm. got to give parents the information and the material Um just like when at half term there's summer scheme play schemes you get, you get the leaflet there's a six-week play scheme. If you wish, you can, att- and that's the same with what they what they need to do here. They need to give the material or basic information to the parents, and, you then, know? and let the parents on based on the information that they provide. The parents, the pay- parents can then go away, and they can then discuss it amongst yeah. their peers, a peer group, and with, then they with, yeah. can
3: help the ch- and, and, the
4: children. In direct, that way. Yeah. Di- direct. <laughs> direct the sexual education in the appropriate manner for each individual child because each child is not the same because they don't all come from the same household. Can
3: I say this though? I work in education (coughs) and for the past two years I've been teaching and I will ask the school for, for the resources for the students and, you know, I have to make up all my own resources. There's only been one school where a child sent me some information over on the things that she was doing and that's working in the... Environment and working in that institution, and they're not forthcoming, so much less them giving the work to the parents or giving them the resource to the parents. And the thing is, what um, Mr. Sunak said, he wants to ensure that there's protection of women and girls, that they remain a pr- priority for the government. He has also set out plans to review the Equality Act 2010 and he seeks to clarify that Act mentions. Of sex <coughs> means biological male and female like what you said mm. earlier and not gender because this new gender this word is a new word that has found its way into wherever so gender and biological sex are two different mm. things mm. and that's what needs to be taught the biologicals yeah. and not the ideas because this gender thing is an idea it's isn't it not, it's yeah, a it's, it's, concept
4: yeah. It's a new, like yeah. I said earlier, like you're saying here. Mm. It's it's changing. Like I said, things will change. Yeah. Gender orientation. Before it was just male, female. Now it's gender orientation. If you're a child, a primary school age child,
6: mm.
4: you know, and you're sitting in the classroom and the teacher stands in, is standing in front of the class and has a video. All right, now we're going to learn about gender orientation. Yeah. Like a kid of that age is like what the hell <laughs> <They don't laughs> and, know. and then your child comes home and says and, and you they're having a conversation and, and you know my teacher's agenda they're like what the? do you know what I'm saying it's like but you know and and it's understandable why the, the, the parents would react like that because they're not being given the resources to understand what the lesson is about mm. they can only go and watch the child and the child just, just about understands <laughs> what's going on, much less how the parent's going to understand what's going on. So there needs to be a bit more clarity and a bit more up, joint up working with parents uh, of school-aged children to Ooh. understand where they need to go with the education that they're providing regarding Absolutely, sex.
3: because what we said a couple of years ago, you know, when it was the Olympics and there was the male that performed in the women's swimming <laughs> this is something that needs to be addressed because biological that's it this will mean biological males cannot do things that women that are biological then there's not there's two different things two different things yeah it different things, yeah, it, 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 mm, yeah? Mm, and mm. also things such as single sex facilities including change rooms etc we spoke about that uh what was it called gender non-gender specific gender neutral gender neutral Um, facilities facilities. so i mean that's one thing but that teaching of that same sex relationships yeah they're not even divulging any of that stuff and really parents have a right to know beautiful people we're going to see y'all in five and we will be looking and seeing what your points were online this week George flavors, South Malaysia. Don't you know can catch George on a Sunday from 2 till 4 and also on a Monday night from 8 till 10.
5: I used to
3: and George is the governor.
5: I swear that no He's
3: the one that makes it happen. Don't forget that DJ Laro is going to follow us tonight from 8 until 10. As well as A.T. Francis. Don't you know. A.T., do you have any guests coming on tonight? Let us know.
9: How
3: are you doing, chat rom? you chat and how are you doing? Tune in. How are you doing, TikTok? How are you doing, worldwide crew? And how are you doing, you silent listeners out there? Big shout out to Naturally Lily, Jayla Janae, and Joane. and big, giving a big shout out to Marjack and Anisha on your anniversary. Sorry you missed that, as well as Issa, Anaya, and Tai Tai. So DJ KJB, let's go to some of the responses that we got on Facebook, and really in line with the question that we've been speaking about tonight on the idea that, yeah, they're going to be teaching from September um, same-sex relationships in school and what really what our listeners think about that. So Denise um, Hussey says she believes it's a good idea, but she's not sure a lot of people will agree with that. She said she's sure that a lot of people will disagree. As well as um, Chanel Taylor, she says... Well, the way the world is heading, it's not like it's not rubbed in their faces. It's like you said that, didn't you? Everywhere they go, whether it's at home, TV, public, etc. So they might as well know about it. It will help them know if they want to take that route or avoid it. On the other hand, you know, I always see both sides. What business do primary school age kids have knowing about that? I think year five, six, may be pushing it. Is a good age to be informed in school setting unless parents themselves decide to educate them prior to that at home. Um, like you said earlier, morally, if 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 a parent, if parents are not that way inclined, are they going to want to teach their children about that? Because we know scripturally in a Christian household there's scriptures back up to say, oh no this is how God feels
4: about it right it's just what I said earlier it's it's not just Christian faith but it, we live in a multi-faith yes. society yeah and, and many f- different faiths have different views about how they would like mm. their children especially at that age to be informed about sex education it's not something they feel it wants to be maybe not from school maybe they want to do it within their 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 multi-faith setting in yeah. their own faith setting whatever faith that is so like I said there needs to be some some common ground between mm. the school and the parents because if the parents just go like a bull in a china shop and then and then withhold resources that help Educate the children. It's it, you, you're heading for a disaster, really, because the parents will not tolerate that. They're not going to. Some parents will not tolerate their kids coming home and discussing or bringing worksheets home or whatever, yeah. saying they've watched videos. Some multi faith or some faiths within society will not accept that.
3: Like I said, there were the woman that I saw on mm. the video that this was, um, and it is a new, news program. It was news. Mm presented in the news that she said she took her child out of school in that regard and but the hear this i was listening to the radio yesterday and i can't don't know who the man was but he said that he knew he was gay from five years old and his one thing his parents never ever wanted him to be was a catholic and gay but he said that in order for him to hide who he was he was going to Become a priest because that was one place where they could be kept safe. You know, I thought that quite that that's was an irony, isn't that's it? Shocking. But that's where a lot of gay men used to go before the eighties. They'd become priests, Catholic priests, and he said he found the Catholic faith and etc. So not all Christians have that idea of not kind of being gay and being within same sex well, well, relationships.
4: And 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 the thing is. You know, at five, how do you know your your sexual orientation?
3: He, well, he did. And he's gay I, I, till today. Well, so.
4: well, that's 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 his. That that's his understanding mm. of how he individually felt. But I I, I would I would assume that most five year olds, if you were to line up ten five year olds, I'm just you know speaking, you know, um, about the situ about how he felt if he's ten. Five year olds and, and ask them, they sexual. A lot of them would just look at and you. This, and this is why
3: you see, I've seen so much of it women dressed in boys up in girls' it's, dresses, <laughs> pink tutus and all sorts. And it's, you know, I, I don't know, what are your thoughts out there, listeners, beautiful listeners? What do you think on this matter? I mean, it's something that's come up in the news. If you have children out there, then obviously, and their children of a year six age, is going. they're going to be affected by it as well as within your household. So how are you going to tackle this whole point of same-sex relationships being taught in schools from year five and year six? Now, um, Denise goes on to say that from what I understand, this particular lesson will not be taught until year five and six the typical family as we knew it when we were growing up has changed so much two mums two dads no mum no dad living with extended family we all just need to accept people as they are the way I see it is as long as they ain't troubling you or yours then live and let live and that's true I guess when you go in and shut your door it's not our business what
4: the next door neighbor's doing. It's, yeah, but we're we're talking about um, the mind of of young children. Mm, it's, yeah. it's it's not the, f- the, the it's not the, f- the f- it's 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 not the physical aspects we're talking about. We're talking mm. about the emotional, mental aspects that we're looking to develop. Yeah. Uh, if if the, if, they, if if we're saying that education is going to develop that, it has to be developed in the right way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because they can be scarred and be damaged if they're not educated in the right way and yeah some children can be at five say well i know what i am yeah you're the exception to the rule there's many children out there that are not like that and they mm. need their compass they like it said they need something to direct them and and what if, is that moral compass that's what i'm trying to say and <laughs> what that, is it yeah and as they get old if that moral compass is not not being um, but then someone might say that well that that is moral See, all the lines are blurred. No, but they're gonna be blurred, and that's what's gonna confuse it. that's what that's what's gonna constru- if you're a young child, that is gonna only gonna confuse you more. Mm. If 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 he he came if if a person said to me, Well, I knew I was gay at five, I'm not i I'm not gonna disrespect that. I understand that, but you're the exception to the rule. Yeah, There's yeah. many children out there that like, like the comment says, are not living normal lives. Mm. They haven't got a mum. They haven't got a dad. They have got one mum. They might be living with their dad. They might be living with a grandpa. It's the the it's normal, the near yeah, the normal it? upbringing that we a lot of generations had is no longer there. That mm. moral fibre is disintegrated. Well, Zen in the stillness. She says <sighs> the world must be anticipated,
3: and we must always be steps ahead. I taught mine about sexuality before the school did. It's my job to teach my child those subjects, not people who work in schools. Ensure you see the curriculum, content and teaching method for any subject you're unfamiliar with so that you can respond to any questions your child may have and have your questions, answers ready for them. I think that's brilliant, um, Zen. That that's Wendy, Wendy McPherson. That's
4: a beautiful comment.
3: And yeah, it it is down to parents to teach. Our children. But um, sadly, again, I was um, watching something where this man, he was really staunch, sorry, Muslim man, and he didn't want any of his children to marry outside of that. Well, the, the young girl met a Christian man, she married him, and then he went and he murdered two of her friends because of that. Mm-hmm. Because, no, this is my moral. So, where, where, is there a bit of inertia, you know, where is the malleability? Where is the the the, the point where we can say, no, to be open minded or should we be open minded? The world is changing. So it is, it is changing. do we change with the world mm. or we you know, it's it's even us as adults, it can be
4: quite As I said Daunting right And I totally agree with you And that's why I like that comment About getting the Getting the source material Getting the Mm. material If you can That is going to be taught So you are aware Of what's being taught So you are You can prepare yourself For questions that your child May come And Have conversations with you But you'll be able to do it In a way that's balanced Mm. Um, Obviously he wasn't balanced I'm not You know For someone to act And be so radical that's not really balanced. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's It's hard because, like I said, we are a multi-faith society. I can't stress that enough. So you are going to get people that are going to be staunch and going to want their children to not mm. be taught in a certain way because of their faith within yeah. the household. Yeah. And you've got to respect that. You have to really you have to respect but that. But
3: then is the school system's <clears throat> not going to respect it, is it? So there are going to be issues if we really...
4: And, and that's Think why it, that's right? why you, the school needs to have open communication with parents. Mm. They need to let parents know if they're gonna teach approach a subject. Um, they
3: don't care. They're doing it anyway. Yeah, they're, they're gonna be, do no, I know.
4: Yes, if they're gonna do yeah, and I agree with you. If they're gonna do it, they need they need to get parents, parents on boards. They need to get parents on just boards. Need
3: to know. All right, beautiful listeners. That is a topic that you know our children are. Uh, we want to wrap them up in cotton wool. We want them to have the best life, you know, and that we've got that from Wendy's comment about us teaching and, you know, to anticipate the world and what it's going to be like. Mm. And um, we want to protect our children. So the best protection is that we teach them, we teach them. And like she said, anticipate everything that is going to be, you know, come up against them really. Otherwise, isn't it? we're going to be lost in this whole system of whatever's well,
4: yeah uh, yeah i totally agree with you i just hope that that parents do give themselves the opportunity to be open because yeah. as i said the, you know in this society it's very difficult some people are going to be staunch i just hope that um, as their children grow that they do Grow with their kids I
3: think they also Uh, To speak to the schools Mm. And ask Mm. them Well are you going to be teaching Such and such in September And if so Mm. I mean like they said It is compulsory This is for year five And six students Mm. In primary schools Okay year five and six So if that is the case Go approach your school I'm going to the school that I'm at at the moment um, that I do some volunteer yeah. work. We have at. our grandchildren in there, um, yeah. Mm. That I'm going to ask them if they if that is something that they're going to be teaching the students, and then get get an idea of it because it is important mm. to be forewarned is to be forearmed, and for us to anticipate what's going to happen so that we can be ready if our children come and ask us certain questions on certain things it's a beautiful people we have come so close to the end of the evening and our final quote for tonight we're just going to say a big shout out to all of the DJs on All Flavors Radio We have some news, some old ones returning with us, it's an amazing thing So big shout out to everybody, don't forget that DJ Larrow will be following us after the Drive Time show from 8 till 10 as well as DJ 80, 80 Francis from 10 till 12 midnight and tomorrow Charlie Muir as well as Darnell the Therapist And Darnell is looking for people to interview. So if you would like to um, have a chat with him, check out the Facebook page or the Facebook group. And um, come on, be a member, join up and get to know all the DJs there. And as well as don't forget to check the schedules to see what DJs are playing on whatever given time. So beautiful listeners, our thought for the day. Is the struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need tomorrow. Do you agree with that KJB?
4: Yes, I do because every struggle will have will only make you stronger. Mm. And, and it will develop strengths you never realized you had because a struggle uh, makes you weak, but come weakness has to develop strength.
3: Yes. Absolutely, and sorry, I just forgot something. We're gonna go back to that mm-hmm. that comment. Um, there's an opportunity, everybody. I will share it in the chat room. It is the submit your application to. It's the founding, founding um Reclaim Black Heritage Fund. So there's a Reclaim Black Heritage Heritage Fund. To, you to uh, apply before the second of March, twenty twenty three. Um and you can get up to 4K, four k four thousand pounds funding um for your community um p- support um project, so I'm going to put that into the chat all right because they they are wanting to fund people so i mean
4: can I ask what kind of projects would be funded
3: black projects like any example. Alright let's go on to um, see here so it's the um, Reclaim Black Heritage Fund so the deadline's by the 2nd of March have an idea for a project and want to discuss it your project um, can do be whatever you want it to be just make sure that it's creative engaging and seeks to honor the principles of our human manifesto all right, so the Humanifesto, it should, cool. it should also address six themes. So that's re- resist, insight, insight, respect, reform, regroup, and renew revolution. Wow. Right, that that would be great for you, Bella Ara, actually, but it's, you've got to be UK-based. So it's all to do with Resist, Insight, Insight, Respect, Reform, Regroup and Renew Revolution. So once they receive your information, they'll see how they can link you up with what you need to produce your act and also advise you to follow um, their socials to find potential collaborators. The deadline is the 2nd of March and that's Black People's Day of Action and that deadline's at 5. So I have put that into the chat box. Thank you so much Genevieve um for that um heads up and check it out. Check it out because at the end of the day, you know, why not? Why not? It, it's a, it's an interesting um website. Maybe we'll we can discuss this a little bit more next week. I'm going to do a little bit more research in it. But you have until the 2nd of march to apply so beautiful people going back to that quote going back to the quote of the day the struggle you're in today is developing you developing the strength you need tomorrow and that's so true isn't it yeah 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 because a seed has to be buried in darkness before it can sprout and grow and I think that's it. Struggle is not a bad thing. No,
4: no, no. Because a lot of people struggle with illness and different mm. different aspects of their life. But you don't have to stay in that struggle you, if you can if you can understand it. Um, once you understand it, you know how to deal with it, and once you know how to deal with it, yeah, you can progress through it.
3: Absolutely. So a little bit of struggle, and I remember a. Um, I remember there was this, it was an analogy. It was a man, he saw this butterfly. It had just, well, it wasn't quite yet a butterfly. It was coming out of the cocoon. So it had been in the cocoon and it was coming out of it. And the man saw the butterfly struggling. So what did he do? He took some scissors to help him cut, help him um, to help the butterfly out. And from that, because the butterfly didn't build up the strength to fly, it couldn't fly. So the butterfly needs to struggle in order to strengthen its wings to fly. And it was hindered because someone thought that they were helping them through that struggle. And sometimes we do need that struggle to get the strength. It says it's helping us to develop the strength we need tomorrow. Right, so if you are struggling today, don't remember, it. We, it's not going to be forever, that we will find a way
4: out. And I love this quote because it's telling us that we've got to see the struggle as a positive, mm, not a
3: negative. Absolutely. Struggle as a positive and not as a negative. And that is, a, that is it in a nutshell, isn't it? That, yeah, we... Go through tough times, but tough... What is it? I've got it on my board somewhere, you know. And we all... um Tough times never last, but tough people do. Uh,
4: yeah, and he, as I said, even, even a weed grows through concrete.
3: Absolutely. All right, so beautiful people, we are so glad to have had you on board with us tonight. And I guess we have come to the end of the, of the show. So... We, All we got left to say is what we're going to say there, DJ KJB.
4: Thank you for listening.
3: And we'll see y'all on the other side. Take care, beautiful people. See ya.